You've landed on Mom Swipes Left, a podcast with two middle-aged women who need a car seat for their blood clots. On today's show, we investigate what benefits could come from the reversal of Roe v. Wade. Stick with us. Enjoy. Welcome back to Mom Swipes Left. This is episode 187. I am your host, Jen. And I'm your host, Carol. We're closing in on 200, baby. I know, it's so exciting. What do you think the indie podcast community is going to do for us? Uh, let's let's put that out there. <laughs> I think we just did. Because I don't think anything... Well, I could be surprised. You know how I love being surprised. Uh, Shilla's grievances. Have you any? Well, it has been a dumpster fire of a couple of days for it's, both of us. It's been a dumpster fire for two weeks. Just okay. keeps dumping on us. Uh-huh. I feel a little beaten up. I'm very tired, but I'm excited to be here. I thought my pep talk I gave you last week was... That was beautiful. Rousing. Whenever you put that sad music, it illuminates how <laughs> I'm feeling. And I thank you. I actually have... I guess it's a grievance. Mm -hmm. And I hate to do this, listeners, because I do love that you listen. But the criticisms for my revelations in the last episode. Oh, about living as a dog. Well, the dog come. Yeah. The lack of tooth brushing. Okay, but that is not just you. I dated a guy who that was his thing, too. And he's very famous. So the ear cleaning. I mean. That is gross. I don't know why you would use a paperclip, but I also know that there's a lot of old people out there just using whatever. So it could get worse. All I'm saying is that, okay, people, I love you. I've lived in this body for 50 Mm -hmm. years. I know how gross I am. You don't need to make suggestions on on how to make it easier for me to be a couple, some cleanliness. Really? No, I'm quite satisfied. Well, I'm sorry that you're getting criticisms about your hygiene, but it sounds like they're more like helpful. Oh, they're not nasty. Mm -hmm. And you did tell me I was entering the realm of steak ass. Yeah, steak ass. And I poo-pooed you. And it hasn't gotten that nasty. Yeah. But there's a lot of people who are, are making suggestions. Listen, you thought you were a dog. You were five. It's like when people say, oh, that sexy, sexy five-year-old who lured that. I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> you didn't know. You're just living as a dog. And the dogs don't know. They're like, I They're don't dogs. Know. They'll just I'm fuck whatever. Hop- yeah, I'm a hop- I mean, you. they're like men. <laughs> right? <laughs> men will fuck a five-year-old if they give him a chance. Oh, jeez. I'm pretty sure 99%. No, if no. they thought that they could get away with it and nobody no, would d- ever know. No, you're absolutely wrong. You're mm. wrong. I, I know, know you have a thing right now about trusting men, but I'm telling you, that is not true. 90%. No, I would say 20%. Mm. Anyways, I pulled this gift from a listener, and I am really sorry to whomever sent this to us. I know, I don't remember. But we got this a while ago and never had the opportunity, but it's a, it's a box game called Confessions. Confession, Confession. Pulled that right out. That's exactly what it was. I know. It's been so long. Muscle memory. So we're just going to do a couple of these. Okay. It's good to confess people. Picking from the middle of the stack here. I hope they're good ones, though. I do, too. I don't think they're going to rival yours. Oh, this one sucks. 
I enjoy role playing in the bedroom. My favorite scenario no. is <laughs> you're not going to do it. Oh, I have to answer. Yeah. I thought you had to answer, and I was like, we're just going <laughs> to rehash some old memories. No, you okay. have to answer. Do you role play? I mean, I have. Oh, okay, okay. What's your um, favorite? Uh, kidnap victim? You kidnapped or you're kidnapped? <laughs> I'm kidnapped. That's it. That's all I got. Tied up? Yeah. All right, you go. I nearly choked on. Oh, dude, I'll tell you exactly what I choke on. <laughs> Every fucking time I eat it. Cordial cherries. Really? And oh, because of the goo. Junior mints. <gasps> I both. C- cannot eat them because I aspirate the goo. <laughs> so how are you with a cock? Fine. I mean, I'll gag and maybe vomit a little bit on it. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. Like, I when totally it's like, do. <gasps> yes. Actually happened to me the other night. I had ordered some Thai food. I had never been to this Thai place before. And it came with a very tasty but super fucking vinegary Oh, yeah. Sauce. Vinegar does it to me. I wasn't paying attention. I was watching something while I was eating. And I inhaled some of that. <laughs> I had to go throw up outside. <laughs> Seriously. Why outside? Because it couldn't move and I was near the door. I was standing and eating. you almost die? Yeah, I almost died. Of course you were standing. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't shoveling it in. I was. Uh I was. Okay. All right, you're up. If I was in charge, I'd solve homelessness by... Well, we already came up with a great solution. Oh, the slump slacks. Slump slacks. Are you interested in helping the homeless back to work? Want to shrink your carbon footprint? At the same time, tired of big fashion lining their pockets with your disposable income? Move from pavement to penthouse with Slum Slacks. What are Slum Slacks? Each pair of pants is locally sourced from our houseless community members and guaranteed to have been worn a minimum of three months without washing. Just think. Your very own uniquely distressed leg shirts come with information about your houseless person's identity and history. How'd they get to the street? Do they have any hobbies? Wallow in the authentic chic and aroma of the streets with Slum Slacks. Slum Slacks. Get yours today. Prices starting at 500. 10% of all proceeds go back to the homeless people who wore your pants and made them smell. Some slacks. Solve homelessness? Mm. I would offer them money if they gave us their body for food. You got 30 days to spend this money. Live it up. And then we get to eat you. But people are riddled with illnesses and disease. Well, that's true. But I mean, I think if you bring the meat to a certain temperature. Also, I think that you should be able to get carbon offset things because mm. you're taking another person off the planet. So that's it's true. You, know, get you should get points, points for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking chronic. They don't want to be there anymore. Oh, it's only the people that accept the money and sign mm-hmm. up for the program. We're not relocating. We're not <laughs> terrible people. No, it's not fucking World War II. <laughs> The grossest thing I've ever had in my mouth was... Oh, I know off the top of my head. Okay. I was a kid and I was with my mom and we were going to see... Do you remember the Noah's Ark movie that came out in the 70s? No. Okay. She made me go see it because we were all Bible bangers then. Okay. I don't remember what happened. I think I had a, a snot in my nose or something. And like I sort of sniffed real hard to kind of like move it around. And it came down my the back of my throat and out my mouth. And it was a big booger. Did you spit it out? Yes. What did it taste like? Salty. No, it ruined the whole fucking movie. I couldn't even enjoy my Noah's Ark movie. That's literally the grossest thing you've had in your mouth? Oh, you've had to have some nasty cock. One time a dude 
did come in my mouth and it was kind of chunky. And that was the end of that. Did you swallow it? I think I did. To be nice. Right? That's what us women do. What makes it chunky, though? It's got to be old sperm. It's been sitting in the nuts for a while. (laughs) No, you know how it coagulates? Like tapioca balls? Yes. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's what it was like. It was not Oh, that's nasty. I got really good because there were a couple of cocks that I didn't want to be taken in my mouth. (laughs) I mean, I wasn't being forced. Let's let's be real. But I certainly didn't want to swallow and I got really good at making sure that cock is lubed so hard yeah. that when they come, I just let it run right out of my mouth and they never know the difference. And then nice. I, I lick the head like a little dumb. bit yep. and it looks like I just like, couldn't get enough. Couldn't get enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one more. When I'm on the toilet, I sometimes dot, dot, dot. Diddle it. Really? Sure. While you're taking a shit or a piss? Either one. Oh, Jenny. What do you mean? Why? I mean, it's just there. <laughs> and it's super easy to stretch your legs out when you're sitting on the pot. Because <laughs> I have to stretch my legs out to come. <laughs> do you and not? No. Really? No. Oh, I have to. I mean, that's the thing. Like, when I wake up the next day, my calves fucking strapped, man. <laughs> I have to do some stretches. <laughs> And this has been Confession Corner with Jenny. <laughs> you know what? Actually, this might become something we do regularly. It's fun. Gets, Maybe we'll call some people. Get the, their confessions. Oh, gets the juices Yeah, going. it's not just us out here for your fucking entertainment, people. You need to share, too. Wouldn't it be fun if we just randomly called listeners and asked them a question? Yes. Let's call Missy. Calling Missy. Hello. Hello, Hello. Missy. What's going on? We're what recording. Oh, great. I'm eating an ice cream cone. Oh, what mm. kind? Vienna mocha chunk. That's Friendly's flavor. It's my favorite. Are you at your home having this? In my own home, in my pajamas, sans bra, eating an ice cream cone. Nice. Literally live in the dream. So we're, we're calling, we're starting a new segment. Well, it's not a new segment. It's a, the revival of an old segment called Confession Corner. And I'm not sure if this is a game that you gave us or not, but Carol and I just pulled several cards about confessions. We're randomly calling listeners to ask a confession question. Yeah. Ooh, I love it. Are you and, ready? And this one's tame. It is. If it's too tame for you, I can re-pull. I mean, we can do this all night if you want. I don't care. <laughs> okay. I once went a month without... <gasps> Ooh, I once went a month without chocolate, and it was the worst. Why? Um, I tried to do it, like, for Lent in uh, college, uh, and I was like, we should all give something up. My friends were like, booze? And we said, no. <laughs> chocolate? And they're like, okay. And then, like, the day after Lent, I ate almost an entire chocolate cake all by myself. <laughs> That's girl. Lent's I over, bitch. Up. You know what? Yeah, Jesus loved bitch. cake. And I've given up plenty of things for a month without thinking, like, I'm going to give this up. Given up sex for a month. Given up up booze for a month. Um, Seriously? I've never done that. I haven't. Um, It's terrible. Every week, I'm like, this is going to be a dry week. Oh, that's right. That was last week was supposed to be dry. Yeah. The very literal day I say that, I go home and have a drink. And I don't want to hear from all of our listeners about how I have an alcohol problem. Shut up. Sorry. Chocolate. Stick with the chocolate. I gave up chocolate for a month. I don't know if I could do that either. Oh, I could. Chocolate? It was rough. Yes. Here's the last one. Hit me. I once got away with 
Mm. Oh, this is good. I didn't necessarily get away with it, but one time, okay, so when I was in high school, I was being bullied by this guy. And by a guy? He, yeah, this, wow. this jerk. He was he was older than I was, and we were in theater. We were doing show together, and he was like, "I have to go do my scene. Go fill up my water bottle for me." And I was like, "You can't tell me what to do." And he was like, "If you don't do it, I'll beat you up." And I was like. <gasps> So I went and I took his water bottle and I filled it with toilet water. Yes. Girl. Did he drink it? Did he drink it? He drank the whole thing. And then like later that night he got sick. And then the next day all of his friends, like I had a friend come up to me and she's like, oh my gosh, hey, how's it going? I'm like, what's going on? She's like, I thought you were expelled. And I was like, why? They were like, because you put toilet water in his water bottle. And I was like, oh yeah, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Did anyone actually know you for real did it? Yeah, because there was one other girl that like went into the bathroom with me and then she can't keep her fucking tongue. (laughs) Sometimes you got to put toilet water in someone's water I'll tell you what, he's lucky you didn't put antifreeze and Gatorade in there. Because he'd be dead. Thank Thank you, you, Missy. Missy. Heck yeah, this was fun. Call anytime. We will. Okay, have fun tonight. (laughs) Bye. Okay, bye. Bye. We do have a fan shout out. Fan shout out, cause they're fans shouting out. <sighs> We've gotten several messages from Cranberry Electric. Yeah. Should we play the one that we got today? Sure. Hello, ladies. Cranberry. I'm just calling to let you know that you can appropriate my culture anytime you like. <laughs> Especially you, Jen. What? <laughs> also, you ladies really are missing out on crisp sandwiches. But then maybe you're a little bit posh. Maybe you'd prefer a good finger. Mm. Do let me know, ladies. Wow. Interesting. Think that music is in the background. I don't know. It was very sexy, though. Oh, you thought so? No, it sounded like a supermarket, but. <laughs> Coupled with his voice. Yeah. yeah. No, he is. I have developed a bit of a crush on him. I know you have. Shockingly. I know. It's, it is shocking. Yeah. Remember when you said he thinks you're in love with him, and then you said, I told him I was in love with <laughs> him. <laughs> That's behind the scenes, dude. So is he talking about fingerling potatoes, or is he talking about- Finger like, sandwiches. The things you have at tea. What do they call them, though? Finger sandwiches? No, what? Uh, they call them- Oh, lady fingers is what I was thinking. Yeah, no, that's, that's a, a cookie. cookie. No, mean, finger sandwiches yeah. are like things you have at tea, especially I think if you're I do British. I prefer a, a finger to a chip. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think because Cranberry Electric is British that he might know Ricky Gervais? Because <gasps> he's also British. Dude. Can you put in a good word for us? Cranberry Electric. If you know Ricky Gervais, we have such boners for him. Every Valentine's Day, I ask him if he will be my Valentine's. And every Valentine's Day, he, he says nothing. Does not respond. <laughs> will you please put in a good word? At least you can do, really. <sighs> Thank you. That's the only uh, fan shout out that we had this and week. And because it was the best one. If you want to get on here, you got to like, you know, you got to step it up to that level. Mm-hmm. Notable news. What? I am so sick of singing this that I could actually throw up. Really? Yeah. You want me to sing it? Yes. Notable news, notable news, notable news, notable news, notable news. Thank you for taking that one for me. Yeah, no problem. Christ. (sighs) 
This week, our big story is this chick from Plano, Texas. She got a ticket for driving in the HOV lane and she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. She's arguing that her fetus now yeah. is a person. And she should. And the law cannot have it both ways. No, it cannot. And I hope this bitch. Yeah. Get it. Get it. I love it. It's hilarious. And it's what everyone deserved, you fuckers. Her name is Brandy Betone. She's driving along US Highway 75 en route to picking up her son when she found herself at a checkpoint facing a citation for using high occupancy vehicle lane while alone in her car. Mm. Betone said officers asked her if there were any more occupants inside her vehicle. (laughs) Pregnant with a daughter, Betone told the officers her unborn child was inside the vehicle with her. She pointed to her stomach and said, my baby girl girl's right here she's a person (laughs) and he said oh no it's got to be two people outside the body. She spoke with multiple officers over the course of her encounter. One gave her a citation and told her to challenge it in court. Take that up, Supreme Court. Batone ended up receiving a $215 citation. Damn, that's high. I know. Batone says she does not plan to pay her fine. No, she for don't. For the incident. I just want to give her a standing O. Right. Because I love this chick. <laughs> But then it got me thinking about all of the other... The potential benefits, which are not as great as the losses. We get that. No, no, no. We're not advocating the... The reversal of robots. I'm saying, just saying, if you're gonna fuck us over, mm-hmm. here's ways we might want to fuck you back. Mm-hmm. Child support should start at conception. Should as soon as that egg is fertilized, start paying, bitch. A pregnant immigrant mm. who conceives in the U.S. Yeah. shouldn't be able to be deported. No, because that's a living being in her body that is an American, and that's Section One of the Fourteenth Amendment. Yes, it is, son. You shouldn't be able to incarcerate a pregnant woman. Right, because there's two people there. The fetus, infant... Has nothing to do with what the mother has done. Has not gone through due process. No. You can't lock up a fetus. Has it committed a crime? It has not had a jury of its peers. Nope. It has not been read its Miranda rights. Nope. It has not had the opportunity to meet the accuser in court. None of those things. No, you can't do it. Let's say a woman is pregnant... Mm. She should be able to claim that fetus mm-hmm. on her tax return as a as dependent. A, as a dependent. And if she should have several miscarriages in a year, right? every one of those kids yep. should be claimed as a dependent. Correct. If you're a pregnant mother, mm-hmm. you should be able to take a life insurance policy out on that person so that if you do True. miscarry, you <gasps> should be able to collect. Dude, that's a game changer right there. Can you imagine the insurance companies and the IRS Mm -hmm. against the Supreme Court? That would be lovely. Wouldn't that be fantastic? Let's do it, ladies. Let's make this happen. The other thing, and this is not a positive, at least in the state of Texas, it's illegal for two people to be sitting in the driver's seat with one safety harness. You would think. So does that mean that pregnant women in Texas can no longer drive? Actually, it brings up a couple of scenarios. If you're buying a plane ticket... Do you have to buy two? Or a movie ticket. Do you have to buy two? Not that I know of yet. Well, now we've entered into the realm of not benefits, but it does kind of illuminate how stupid this is. Oh, it's ridiculous. How far will they take this? Like, I mean, if I'm a pregnant woman Mm. and I'm not taking prenatal vitamins, for instance. Right. Are you endangering? Am I going to get arrested? I would think so. What if I 
drink a half glass of wine. Put in jail. Even before Roe was overturned, if you were using drugs, dangerous right? drugs, yeah. they would often have a sheriff or a policeman in the delivery room before the cord was cut. They would charge you with trafficking drugs to a minor. I'm just trying to like go down the road here. Right. Like if right, right. you don't do yoga. Is that a thing they make pregnant ladies do? I didn't have to do it, but what do they make pregnant ladies do? Take well, you, vitamins. You have to you have to rub vitamin E on your vulva. Do you really? To stretch it out. That sounds nice. Yeah, Nobody sounds, should forgo that. That's bad. just a treat. All right, here's one. Yeah. All right, let me noodle this through here. You're a pregnant woman working a 40 hour job. Technically, child labor laws <gasps> would not so include your child having to be on the job site for 40 hours yeah do you not have a job anymore i think you don't Ooh, it's getting hairy it's gonna be interesting love this woman love what she's doing mm -hmm. and it does open a fucking can of worms it does and those cans of worms should be opened if you're gonna fucking play rough mm -hmm. get ready for the fight mm -hmm. next is an animal sex segment of notable news we haven't had this for a while. No, we have not. So this little guy came across my Twitter feed. Everything he about that sounded dirty, and I don't even know why. <laughs> All right, I'm going to no doubt mispronounce this, but it's called an antichinus. So it looks like a small mouse-like creature. Let me show you a picture. Yeah, show me. Like a mouse size? Yeah. Or smaller? Uh, it looks just like a mouse. Well, it's adorable. Or like a tiny rat, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a tiny, tiny rat. This guy, he lives in Australia because all of the cool animals live in Australia. Mm -hmm. Towards the end of its life, for two to three weeks, uh -huh. it fucks nonstop. <laughs> it does not eat. It does not drink. Oh. Every fucking session yes. lasts between 10 and 14 hours hours shut up no I'm he's not. pounding away at yeah. one other yes and a kindness he exhausts himself over two to so. three weeks so thoroughly mm. first his hair starts to fall out his okay. immune system shuts down <laughs> parts of himself start to fall off and he gets gangrenous no but still still fucking, fucking. and of course toward the end of it the females want nothing to do with right him. they're like you're nasty <laughs> Excuse oh me. my god, that was like Yeah. Was that Darren? We're gonna okay, play that we'll back play slowly. That. Okay, okay, okay. This is Carol's burp. Slowed over four hundred percent. Hello ladies. Cranberry here. Got a naughty little joke for you. What do you do when you come across an elephant in the jungle? You wipe it off and you tell the poor elephant you're sorry. That's freaky. That's fucked up. Okay, we're, we're going to keep going on. Okay. These female antichinuses, antichini, mm -hmm. mm. if you shall, mm -hmm. they're more discerning than many females. Yes. Humans. Well, I was going to say, like, he's getting gangrenous and he's still getting tail. I was like, why? Eventually, the chicks are saying no. Right, but in real life. In, in real life. In human life. I mean, how, how many people do we see? Yeah. We're like, he fucked her? They fucked that? It's yeah. always that way, mm -hmm. right? The female fucks the guy that's subpar. Yeah. Do you ever see hot guy fucking somebody? No, not a hot one. Well... I recently have been watching 90 Day Fiance, so. Yeah, yeah it's hard to say. Yeah, maybe that's not fair. <sighs> okay. Well, anyway, these rat mice get to a point where they're like, you're too nasty. And then they die. Oh. Less than a year old. Oh. 
Yeah, they don't even live a year. But they are reproducing like mother efforts. Well, they're hoping. I mean, that's why they're fucking so hard. Wow. Yeah. They fuck so hard, they fall apart. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Maybe male humans should take a lesson. Learn Step it up to, a little bit. Learn how to fuck a little bit more than five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> 14 hours yeah i don't care if you fall apart i mean granted i do not want 14 hours because i will fall apart but you know a good 20 minutes 14 it's hours i mean she's much. gotta be raw i can't even imagine well what might happen is they might just not and they're just stuck together but for, that's not like a lot of thrusting in and right out. that's what i'm saying maybe that's which what, is frankly i think the problem with human sex that there's no nodding yeah there's too much thrusting in and out you don't need to pull it all the way out and put it all the way back in no in fact that's dangerous do you know how many times i've been poked in the ass yeah i know you have too right yes. yeah no that's dangerous just put it in and move slightly like that's what we want all right here's a side jug have you ever been fucked so long that afterwards when you go pee you have when you rub your skin really hard and it, like a, and it rolls sulfur. up oh gross nope never had skin slough and it just oh, okay. rolls up into sure and you go to wipe yeah and you have skin slough are you sure it's not the toilet paper no you're it's not sure. like i've actually put my fingers into my you, cooter your cooter sloughs off yeah dude no i have not been oh. fucked that hard one time i did have a boyfriend that could go and go and go and go yeah, it's too long and go and go and honest to god that shit's boring yeah it, no because no. it's not doing anything for you not really and after a while you just you want to like get off nobody needs that in their life no, nobody wants it but more than five minutes would be great sure this one also came across my desk Doctors baffled by man with fish that jumped straight down his throat. Like he's fishing? This is a guy in, in Thailand. Caught a fish. As he was getting it off the hook, mm-hmm. it jumped down his throat. <laughs> And then, no, not only did it jump down his throat, it wriggled its way in his throat and navel cavity. Ooh, how little was this fish? Please be advised. This is fake news. Jennifer meant to say nasal, not navel. But Jennifer also has a speech impediment. Uh, It must be really small. No, it was good size. Here it is. It parked itself. Ew. So he was having difficulty breathing. Ah, the stank. Anyways, he went to the doctors. They removed it eventually. Eventually. It says, things turned serious after the five-inch interloper wriggled its way down into the fisherman's windpipe, cutting off his oxygen <gasps> and causing him to clutch at his throat. Upon noticing the fellow's plight, Samaritans rushed him to the hospital, where an x-ray revealed a spiky freshwater fish Jesus. known as an anabas lodged between his throat and nasal cavity. <gasps> It had reportedly gotten stuck there while trying to swim out of the man's nose. (laughs) You ain't getting out of there. Thankfully, the fisherman did not die. A team of medics managed to extract the blood-covered specimen during a one-hour operation, and the patient is now recovering. I take it the fish is dead. Yeah, Yeah, and here it is in a baggie, actually. But the doctor said, the chances of this happening are very low. Uh We have never seen this kind of case before. Well, you would think. Says Sermsripathopanocrat, (laughs) an officer at the hospital that treated the patient. You would think it would be very rare. Right? Mm -hmm. Well, I did some digger deeping. You did? 
Not so rare. Back in 2017, a Dover sole, which looks like this, it's disgusting. That's bigger than five inches, too. Mm-hmm. Jumped down a British guy's throat, <laughs> and he went into cardiac arrest. Are you serious? Yes. Did he die? Uh, no. A British man's heart stopped after he accidentally swallowed a six-inch-long Dover sole on a fishing trip in Bascom, southern England. What the fuck? The man, 28, went into cardiac arrest after the fish leapt into his mouth, completely blocking his throat. Jesus. Paramedics were able to clear his airway after drawing the sole free with forceps. <laughs> saving his life like how did they get there in time i don't know if you can't breathe is it like the gills you can get some air around those i don't don't know but that's not the last one i don't believe that in egypt in 2020 (gasps) a guy who went fishing in egypt got more than he bargained i bet he did when his catch for the day tried going down his gullet he stumbled into an er gasping for breath jesus unable to speak doctors diagnosed the blockage in his windpipe after running him through an x-ray and other tests and immediately got to work in extracting here's a picture this scares me they pried his mouth open (laughs) and kept it open why is that so scary i don't know i would rather have my eyelids i don't don't want anything clockwork orange like than my mouth they laid him on the table propped his mouth open and got it out it looks like with pliers look at the size of that motherfucker holy shit that's like a fish you would actually eat that's a fish right what the fuck is going on so what i am suggesting is that this is not rare no that there is something being hidden from all of us about the fish in the throats I don't know what it means. If you can find three instances of it, I'm going to assume there are very many more. Exactly. You're out fishing. You're in the middle of nowhere. Fish jumps in your throat. You cough it up. Who are you going to tell? You move on. Right. You move on. Or you just die. All those or you die. people, are they looking in their throats for fish? Who knows? And why does the fish jump in the throat? I don't know. And is it the same kind of fish? There's a lot of questions here. Is a lot of mystery. heard it here first. True crime podcasts have nothing on us, baby. Mm-mm. Next up, genetic conditions that have very strange symptoms. I'm excited. The first one I've never heard of, and I think I might have it. Angel man syndrome. It affects 1 in 12,000 people. Oh, so that's not, actually pretty common. It's not that rare. Those with angelmans have developmental delays and issues with balance and speech. <laughs> 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 like for real <laughs> balance and space <laughs> but you don't have developmental delays well according to whom i might i don't see that in you i mean i have the humor and sensibility of a 12 year old boy oh that's true i would call that, that a true. delay okay Okay. However, there are other characteristics of this condition which make it very unique. And one of them is how it affects the disposition of the people who are born with it. Okay. People with angelmans are frequently noted to have remarkably happy and excited dispositions. (laughs) That is you. It is, right? Smiling and laughter are hallmarks of the syndrome. Oh, shit. I I might have it. You might. You do laugh and smile a lot. All the time. Like, too much. (laughs) I actually, when I'm editing myself, I'm like, shut up, Jenny. (laughs) Fucking laugh track is so annoying. This is a hard one to say. Snatiation. Oh, I like that. Snatiation. (laughs) 
is a portmanteau combining sneezing with satiation. That was my angelman's. Sorry. (laughs) Sneezing with satiation. (laughs) Why is it? Those two, say it. Satiation? Well, say sneezing and satiation. Sneezing and satiation. Not easy. What is satiation? A feeling of fullness. Oh, okay. It's those who sneeze after they feel full from eating. Interesting. Which I actually know a chick. Yeah. Who I think she might have this. I'm not in contact with her any longer, but every time we would have a potluck or something, she would sneeze four times after every meal. Wow. What's the downside to that? I mean, it, it's... Most of these don't have any downside. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's your disorder. It's first identified in 1989. The condition has been studied very little because, let's be honest, it's Who not... Gives a a present concern the case was first reported in a man who sneezed four times oh four times after every meal and most of his family did the same this one i kind of have but i created it myself adermatoglyphia Ooh, these are people who are born without fingerprints they really are yeah it's one of the rarest conditions in the world and so far has only been linked to a few families the only side effect of this disease seems to be entirely smooth finger pads <laughs> and it first came to the attention of a dermatologist in 2007 oh shit when a patient came in with a problem because she couldn't travel from switzerland to the u.s because she had no fingerprints it just you so happened fingerprints to travel Maybe in Switzerland, in order to get a passport, you have to have fingerprints. And it just so happened that many people in her family had the same problem. That's weird. So it turns up that it's a mutation in a gene called something. Super helpful. Well, it's like S-M-A-R-C-A-D-1. Who cares? It's a thing that you just take for granted, though, your fingerprint. I wish I didn't have fingerprints. Well, uh, a lot of people wish that. That I didn't have fingerprints? Criminals. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, it'd be fantastic. Short sleep. I don't know why that's... What does that even mean? People who only have to sleep like four hours a day. I would actually... I love sleeping. Yeah. But I think I would love not having to sleep so much. These short sleepers, four to five hours a day, they wake up feeling fully refreshed. That sounds amazing. It kind of would be, right? But what would you do with those? You know what? I'm telling you right now. I mean, nothing. I wouldn't do shit. No, I would sit and drink coffee and play Royal Mash (laughs) or Candy Crush (laughs) or some bullshit like that. I do my crossword earlier, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I sleep a lot. Like what? Well, I go to bed at like 9.30. I don't know how you do that. And then I get up at like 7.30. So that's a long time. And I'm never refreshed. I never... And I don't have sleep apnea. I don't know... The last two weeks, I have not... The earliest I've been to bed is one thirty. I can't even imagine that. And I get up point. at 6 Mm-mm. to W-A-L-K the D-O-G. No. Nope. You know, narcolepsy runs in my family. <gasps> Whoa, pause. Like, big time runs in my family. Who? My two nephews, my cousin, and my brother. Whoa. Narcolepsy. You never told me that. Yeah. Have you ever watched him fall asleep in no. a stressful... So how do you know? Because they're diagnosed with that and they take medication. They take a lot of uppers. (laughs) Now, I know they probably would anyway, but like legal uppers, like things you buy over the counter, like a lot of stimulants to keep away. Wait, what stimulants can you buy over the counter? A ton. No-dose. There's like the super caffeinated drinks, stuff like that. Hypersomnia is part of my life. Yeah. 
Have you ever fallen asleep somewhere and woken up and being like, what the fuck am I? No, I always purposefully go to sleep. But I go to sleep in a lot of places. I mean, for instance, on on the boat, on the lake. Yeah. You guys all go swimming. I fall right to sleep. Yeah. But I know I'm going to. It doesn't take you any time either, right? No, I'm I'm gone. Fascinating. I know. Methemoglobinemia. Guess what that is? What? Blue skin. Is that when you... There's those people that get it from toxins, though. Right. So there was a guy who was made famous on Oprah. Right. He looked like a Smurf. And he had been ingesting crazy amounts of mercury or some shit. Yeah. These are actually people. (gasps) There's a family in Kentucky. I've seen pictures of them. And unlike that guy, they're not doing anything. No, it's it's a genetic thing. They're called the Fugate, F-U-G-A-T-E. Yeah, Fugate. Family. Back in the 1820s, in a place called Troublesome Creek, Kentucky, there was an entire family of blue-skinned humans. Mm. Martin, the patriarch, had skin described as being indigo blue. Pretty. He married a woman named Elizabeth Smith, and four of their seven children also had blue skin. In the 1970s, a baby named Benjamin Stacy, who was from the same genetic pool, was born with skin the doctors described as blue as Lake Louise. He was the last one of the Fugate family to be born with this. What is it? As a result of inbreeding, the condition continued. It's a recessive <gasps> gene that remained in the family line and manifested again with Benjamin Stacy when he was born. The hemoglobin can't carry oxygen through the blood, and the patients who have the condition will die. But if enzyme levels are kept in the right balance, a person can live a full life. So if they know about it. If they know about it. Oh, I mean, how would you. you not know if a baby's well, you born? Would, but I'm right? saying like... If these people were living in Troublesome Creek, Kentucky, they're not seeing a doctor all the time. This no, is but now nowadays, so this last one, Benjamin, he is on medication. He's going to live. Is he having any babies? I don't know. Keep it going, Benjamin. Why wouldn't Button. you want to have a baby who's blue? I would. I mean, granted, you're blue because you're literally dying from oxygen depletion, but cool. I think so, too. Last one. Fatal familial insomnia. This is a condition that doesn't usually strike people until their 20s to their 70s. It's chronic insomnia caused by a mutation in a gene that produces cellular protein. Once you get it, you have between seven months. Well, this is quite a span. Seven months and six years to live. Okay, that's long. But still, still, short, relatively. Symptoms start out as a difficulty falling or staying asleep. Well, we all have that. Well, which you would consider as typical Mm. insomnia. But as it progresses, you have muscle spasms, stiffness. I have have that. Mental deterioration. Oh, yeah, you do. I do. Mental deterioration. (laughs) Rapid heart rate. Probably. And death. Damn it. Treatments involve measures to try to induce sleep, but they're only a band-aid. Over time, they will fail to provide relief <gasps> that might be the worst condition i've ever heard of in my life there's Seriously? nothing that i love more than sleep and there's nothing that i hate more than not being able to fall asleep have you ever had insomnia i have i've had it not falling asleep so much like every once in a great while if i'm stressed or i'm not tired enough i fall asleep fine mm. and then i wake up a couple hours later that's alcohol a lot of the time because the alcohol your oh, liver wears finally yeah get through all that yeah. and it's like oh shit and you're just like Boink. again i don't want to hear about my alcoholism <laughs> 
I also think I've had it around period stuff, mm. perimenopausal shit. I hate it more than anything in the world. I love sleep. I can say I've only had one bout with insomnia. It was before I even had kids. This is weird. I bought a second edition copy of Thus Spake Zarathustra. Right home, started reading it. Mm -hmm. Didn't even really get it. It wasn't like I was having an existential crisis. But as soon as I started that book, I would fall asleep. I would wake up at three every Every morning. And I could not fall asleep. I would start to get sleepy at six. And I would have to get up at 6.30. Oh. And it happened at least for a month. That's awful. It drove me. Did you read the whole book? I did. I finished it because I was pissed. Yeah, that is a nightmare. I finally finished the book. And you know me. I don't believe in this shit. As soon as I finished that book, I started sleeping. (gasps) Now, you would think the inquisitive mind that I have... I would pick that book up again and start reading it again and see what happens. But I haven't. Mostly because I'm just lazy. That's fucked up. It was that one book. What the fuck? And I don't even remember it as being riveting. I will tell you the first time I ever had insomnia in my entire life. Mm -hmm. Because my whole entire life up to this point was trying not to fall asleep. Mm. Was when I was getting married for the first time. (gasps) Really? Mm-hmm. And it should have been maybe a warning sign. I mean, it was not a terrible marriage and it wasn't a terrible right. person, but it probably was a little bit of a... How long did you have insomnia? Probably like a few months before. It was the first time in my life. It could have just been a coincidence. I don't know. Well, but- talking about foreshadowing, when I was on my honeymoon, I started having panic attacks. Yeah. In retrospect. Right. You're like, you're like huh, oh, interesting. Yeah. I think that's it. Socials. Please visit us on our socials at all of our socials, which are mm-hmm. Twitter at MomSwipes, Facebook and Instagram at MomSwipesLeft. Also visit us on our website at MomSwipesLeft.com and join us on Facebook for our private group, MomSwipesLeft Nation. Phone number? Oh, fuck. There's so many I things. I know, but we just got to do it. Abshav says. Please call us on our phone number, 207-ELTUNA1. That's L. As in the Spanish. We will see you freaks next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.